Hello, hello, it's Rachel. I have hamsters and today I'm going to continue my mite saga for all of you. Um, it has been quite the adventure, but I'm hoping that by sharing this, this helps some of you out there who maybe have or will experience the same thing um, because I know for me, the first thing that I was looking for when this happened was, oh my gosh, what do I do? <laughs> and then I s stayed up late posting on different hamster groups and trying to message people who I thought had gone through similar things, how they dealt with it, because it just was so overwhelming. Um, <laughs> so if you didn't listen to my previous podcast, um, basically about a week. So today is Monday. So last Friday, the Friday before Memorial Day, um, I noticed that my hamster Maurice was surrounded by little black and red bugs and prior to noticing that for the week up to it, I had been, I had a lot of bug bites like around my ankles and my wrists, and I couldn't really figure out where they were coming from. Um, I, I do go outside a lot, but um, they didn't look like mosquito bites. They were like smaller. They look kind of like spider bites, I guess, but um, I didn't really think that I had that many spiders on me all the time. <laughs> so it was a little disconcerting. Um, but at least now I know what it is. So, um, since that initial discovery, um, I did post on a few groups on Facebook and, um, I was able to get in with my vet. So I'll tell you the kind of the updates, um, since last week. So, um, so first off, based on Facebook groups, um, I was told there's a couple things you need to do. So these mites, which I believe are tropical rat mites, um, they are like little black and red bugs. I'm not sure how they got to me, if they came from my newest hamster Thor, or if they came in bedding, or what. Um, <clears throat> it could have been many things, so. Um, but uh, basically, they're kind of, it's like having bed bugs, but of your hamster. So they, they can escape the cage, they will bite you as a human, but um, they won't make you their host. So primarily you need to treat your hamster and then isolate them and then disinfect and clean everything around them. So it's pretty extensive and, um, and it's been pretty exhausting. Um, both of my hamsters lived in Night Angel Vista cages. Uh, Maurice was in a size large and Thor was in a medium. Um, Thor is my robo. And so, so I've been in the process. Thor did not seem to have the outbreak that Maurice did. So I started with Maurice and then I've been working on Thor. And basically I took everything out of Maurice's cage. Um, I threw away all the bedding or I composted it and um, got it out of the house like instantly. And then um, anything that was wooden and savable, I baked it at like 220 for like 45 minutes or so. And then I looked at it super closely to make sure there were no mites. Um, so I think it should be good. And then I put it in plastic bags and I put it inside a bin. So all the wooden things are like baked and sealed. <laughs> and then um, plastic and ceramic, I washed um, either the dishwasher or by hand. Um, and uh, I also used a diluted rubbing alcohol spray, like I'll rubbing alcohol and water, um, and sprayed it on the plastic and ceramic items. Um, I also sprayed that inside of his cage and, um, I put some diatomaceous earth inside of his cage as well. Um, not once he was out of it. So you don't want to do that while 
your hipsters in it, <laughs> but that's inside of his, uh, his Vista. So that's how I disinfected everything. And, um, basically we don't know a lot about the mites. We know, or there's some thoughts that they can like live dormant for like six to eight months. So, um, you know, I mean, disinfecting is really important, like removing items. It's sort of, uh, like maybe could they live in another room and just like hang out there until another opportunity? I don't really know. <laughs> so this is a little disconcerting. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so I'm working through all these details. Um, there is also some speculation if they can live in the hamster sand. Um, I, we don't really know yes or no. So basically I just put, I cleaned his sand bath. Like I washed it, um, with a cheesecloth and then I baked it at 350 for a while. And then I put it in a Pyrex dish so that every week I can just bake the whole Pyrex dish. Um, and if there are any bugs in there, I can clean them. Um, so it's basically like my process was get everything out of his Vista cage, anything that could be saved. I baked or washed, um, using hot soapy water in the dishwasher and, or using, um, the rubbing alcohol solution. And then, um, anything that I couldn't save, like the paper bedding, hemp bedding, you know, coconut soil that all went into compost and, um, yeah, and then I moved little Mo into a two-horned corp bin cage, and I used minimal. Well, for the first few days, I just used a fleece blanket. Um, definitely not ideal. He was not super happy about it. But um, the one thing I did notice about these bugs is they seem to live on paper and wooden items. Um, but I did not see them on anything ceramic, plastic, or polyester fleece. So it seemed like using a fleece liner was a great way to kind of cut them down from the start because he did have quite the outbreak. So I was just trying to minimize it as much as possible. And then I just moved him out of the room that he was in so I could like fully clean that room. Um, yeah, so that was my first step. And then, uh, we had a vet appointment for him on Wednesday and then another vet appointment for Thor on Thursday. So, um, because I was so intense about cleaning Mo and getting him in, into this new bin, um, the vet actually couldn't find any mites on him. Um, so we weren't really sure what the problem was, but it sounded like it was mites. I had video, I got a video of a few of the mites. So it seemed like we're pretty confirmed there, but, uh, we still didn't really know. And, uh, but anyway, based on the information that we had, they treated him with, um, it's called revolution and you can actually buy it at the pet store, but you don't want to do that. Um, it is the same stuff that they use on cats and dogs, uh, for mites on cats and dogs, but, um, you, and you actually use it in the same way. You put it kind of in the, on the back, the nape of their neck or wherever they can't reach. But, uh, for hamsters, you need to dilute the solution that's appropriate to their weight. So you definitely don't want to do this on your own. I've heard of people trying to do this on their own to save money on vet bills and like they end up killing their hamster. So please don't do that. Um, for just for full transparency. So for Mo's visit to the vet, um, it cost me $85. So it was like maybe 40 or $50 for the vet visit. And then, um, and then they charged me for the, um, for the medicine that they had to figure out how to, how to dose based on his size. So they weighed him and then they dosed it very carefully. 
Um, so they sent me home with three, uh, three different little syringes that are preloaded. And I just put it on the, like right behind his neck, kind of between his shoulder blades, um, once every two weeks for three doses. So it's going to last for six weeks, this process. And I think, you know, I've heard various people say various things and the way they dose, like some people are like change the, their whole cage every four days. I think I'm just going to change after every dose. So I'm going to let him stay in his, his bin cage that I have set up for him now, which now has hemp bedding and paper bedding and cardboard, and then like some ceramic and plastic items. So basically things I could either throw away or wash very easily, nothing wooden. And, um, and then I'll, I'll change everything about once every two weeks when I do that treatment. We'll see how that goes. I'm going to keep a good eye on him, but, um, but I think changing right after he's had the treatment would make sense to me. And so that's what I did initially. So once I got him home, got him treated, then I put him in the new bin and gave him the new setup. Um, it's not the best setup ever, <laughs> but it's not the worst, you know? Uh, so I'm trying to come up with creative ways to keep him entertained and, you know, it's a bummer to see him go from this beautiful night angel vista to this 200 quart bin cage where he has only a few inches of bedding, but I'm trying to give him lots of boredom breakers. And um, I put some, uh, what do you call it? Some millet hanging on a banana, banana stand. So he has to try to get the millet down. So that, I think that entertained him for a bit. So, so just trying to be creative and keep him, keep him happy. And he seems like he's doing okay. So for Thor, I brought in Thor the next day, um, and uh, Thor is my Roborowski. I've had him about a month, so I'm not sure if these mites came from him, but it is a little confusing because I'm not seeing the outbreak on Thor that I'm seeing on Mo. So that part I can't explain. I really, I found two mites in Thor's cage. That's it. Um... I didn't see very many. I still don't see very many. So I don't know if Thor is just like more immune to them or if they didn't come from Thor. No idea. No idea. Um, but uh, basically we decided that if Mo has them and they can travel, they're clearly biting me. It's pretty impossible that they wouldn't go after Thor. So Thor is getting the same treatment and I have to dismantle his cage as well. Um, I sort of took my time with Thor because Maurice was the bigger problem. And then, um, you know, and then I figured, okay, then I can deal with Thor, but it just was so much to do at once, all the sanitizing, all the vacuuming, all the stuff. So, so just one thing at a time, but so Thor went in on Thursday and because they had already dosed out Maurice, basically Thor just had a really quick checkup. They weighed him. He weighs about half the weight of Maurice because he's a robo. And then, uh, and then they sent me home again with the revolution, but dosed for Thor and, um, yeah, same treatment. So he got his first treatment last Thursday and, um, I moved him into a bin cage, same thing as Maurice. Um, so it's half hemp, half, uh, I think I used, um, not clean and cozy. The other one care fresh. It just was what I had and then cardboard. And I tried to make it entertaining for him and, um, in the meantime, I'm slowly dismantling his cage, baking everything, sanitizing everything, putting it in plastic, putting it in plastic bins. And that's going to stay in plastic bins, I think, for probably about two months. Um, I'm just going to be really careful with this. And the other thing that is important to do is um, 
or this is what I hear, but these mites can, they're crawlers, but they're not flyers. So what you want to do is try to create situations where they can't get out um, and spread. So you want to put Vaseline around the top edge of the 200 quart bin cage. So that's what I did, Vaseline. They don't have lids, so it's just Vaseline along the top lid or along the top edge. And um, if you can elevate it, that's great because they're crawling animal, you know, insects. So like they're less likely to find their way there if it's elevated. Um, and uh, yeah, so, so those are the first, that's kind of like the cage setup situation that I have going. And so now they're both in their new cages and still working on sanitizing, um, using the alcohol spray. I did, I was able to catch one mite on a little piece of tape. <laughs> um, it was crawling on, on Maurice's. This was crazy. I'm so surprised. Like Maurice had been out of his cage for four or five days at this point. I had sprayed the crap out of it with alcohol spray. I put diatomaceous earth inside the um, the cage and still I found a mite crawling on the top of it. So I like, it was really small, but I looked really closely. So I got it with a piece of packing tape. I brought it to the vet. They were able to look at it under a microscope. It was still alive. So they could like see it moving <laughs> and they confirmed that it was a mite. So definitely a mite, but they didn't really know what type, but, um, but yeah, at least we know what it is confirmed. And I am taking videos and I'm trying to post everything that I'm doing along the way on my Instagram feed in case you want to see it. And, um, you know, maybe at some point I'll make a video, but it's so busy <laughs> dealing with all of this that I'm like, I feel like the most I can do is just kind of try to document it, but I don't know if I'll really get enough good video footage to share as a YouTube video, but we'll see. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's the big thing with handling them as animals. And then the next step is the diatomaceous earth. So if you don't know what diatomaceous earth is, it's basically like sediment. I think it's like maybe, uh, I don't know. I can Google it, but it's some sort of like natural substance. It's very dry. Um, and, uh, it's, it works against things like bed bugs and it's like a natural bug killer, bed bugs and ticks and flea or ticks and mites, anything that crawls, but doesn't fly. And this, it's very fine. It's like a very fine dust that destroys their exoskeleton. So basically you spread it on the carpet and then, uh, or you can spread it anywhere where they're going to be. So you spread it in the cracks of your carpeting, you spread it on the floor, and then you, uh, you kind of let it sit there for a little bit and then you vacuum it up. Um, this, uh, basically it'll kill the mites by it kind of like seeps into their exoskeleton and it destroys them. And it also keeps them from going places. So you, I have it now like in all the crevices of all my carpets and, um, pretty much every day I've been vacuuming with it. Um, I spread it on the carpet. I kind of rub it in. I leave it for 20 minutes. Then I vacuum, um, either with my own vacuum or I let my Roomba do it. Um, it is kind of a lung irritant and I can feel it. So when you do this, you kind of want to do like one space at a time and, uh, and then, and not be in that room for like an hour at least. Um, so it can be tricky. Like right now it's hard because I want to really clean the hamster room, but I haven't fully finished getting them situated. And then I have to move them out in order to clean it. So I've been just doing the best I can. And, um, mostly focusing on cleaning the areas around the hamster room to keep them from spreading. So, um, I've been 
you know, putting it on the floor in the hallway and the bedroom and vacuuming pretty much every day to try to keep them at least contained. And then I also vacuum in the hamster room, just not with the dust. But what I figure is I'm vacuuming and the dust is already inside my vacuum. So whatever I vacuum up, they're going to die when they get inside. So that's a good part. Um, and once I get everything finished, then I can like go a little heavier on the cleaning, maybe even do a steam cleaning. Um, I know that's another way you can kill you can kill these kind of bugs. So, you know, just <laughs> doing the best I can. Um, but I think this, the having them be treated and then having the carpets be cleaned between the two of those things, so it should work because basically the fix for this is they will bite people, but they won't host on you. So if you can eliminate the rodent situation, um, meaning like if you can take away, uh, their main host, which by treating them, you are doing that and take away the places where they would normally live and hang out until they find another rodent, then, um, you should be in a good place. So <laughs> that's what I'm hoping. And I guess we'll just see how it goes from here. Um, so I'm not done with Thor yet. I think I said that, um, I have his cage almost fully dismantled, but I still have, I think a few more wooden items to disinfect. And then I need to finish getting all the bedding out of his cage and, um, yeah. And then I'll need to like spray down his cage with, with the alcohol spray. And, um, yeah. And then I just need to figure out a storage solution. I, so much hamster stuff. <laughs> so I think because I've been, you know, they both had vistas and they both had a lot of stuff in there. It's kind of about finding space to put those things and then store them somewhere where I feel like they'll be safe. So I'm going to put them in these plastic tubs. And then I think I'm going to tape up the tub edges with, um, with packing tape just to like make them really, really airtight and then put them somewhere far away, <laughs> just like get them out of here. Um, and, and then I'll revisit them, you know, in a couple months once this is really over. So it has been fun. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I think so, all things considered, like, I'm grateful that this is happening when I only have two hamsters instead of five. I'm grateful that this is happening um, when I have, yeah, the when I have a lot of stuff and I have the ability to kind of, like, I have a lot of interesting cardboard to uh, to give them. So, you know, I think all things considered, like, there's never a good time to have mites, but, um, at least I have the space to isolate. Um, you know, prior when I was living in LA, I had not very much space and I had hamsters in like every room. I don't know how we would have dealt with this. <laughs> this would have been crazy. Um, I'm really glad this happened when I have, I have two bedrooms now. I can put the hamsters in one bedroom. I can clean another room, move them into that room. So, um, really does make a big difference. Um, as much as I miss LA and I wish I was there to help with the constant hamster problem that they have there. I do have to say it's a lot easier to care for animals when you have the space to do so. And, um, yeah, I mean, it is a gift. <laughs> I will say that. Um, so, so that's kind of what's going on this week. And um, hopefully by the end of this week, I'll have it fully under control. Uh, 
for right now, my life feels crazy because I'm changing my clothing like several times a day. Every time I like do more mic cleanup, I'm changing my clothes and I'm constantly vacuuming because I haven't fully isolated everything yet. And so it's been pretty exhausting because I'm just like vacuuming I'm wearing a mask a lot of the time too because of the diatomaceous earth is irritating. So I'm vacuuming, I'm moving hamsters, I'm uh, washing my clothes constantly. Um, I'm sorry, now somebody's mowing their lawn and it's like so loud. Um, vacuuming, washing clothes. Yeah, it's just, it's a lot. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to being done with this initial phase so that then I can just maintain maintain my little guys, um, give them their treatment, try to keep them happy, focus on just keeping them happy. And then in time, hopefully, uh, we'll be done with this and we can go back to normal, normal life. <sighs> Anyways, so that is my journey so far this week. Um, I will update you guys next week with any, any big things, but, um, but yeah, for, so for full transparency, I'm vet costs. I know people, worry about that. I see people post about that on different, you know, Reddit and Facebook. Um, basically I paid 85 for Mo and 55 for, or about 50 for Thor because, uh, I guess it was probably about 50 for them each for the exam and then plus $30 for the, um, for the revolution dosage. Um, so, so $130 for both of them to be treated for the next six weeks. And then um, the only other expenses really that I'm incurring, I had to buy the diatomaceous earth, um, the expense of time, which is an expense. <laughs> and um, it, yeah, I'm trying to think I'll probably have to buy more bedding. So that's going to be an expense. But, um, you know, I think all things considered bedding, it's not the worst thing ever. I haven't bought bedding in a while. You know, maybe it'll be like 30 or $40 um, to buy new bedding. It probably will be more than that to get them reestablished in their vistas, but that's a little farther down the road. So we'll get there when it comes. <laughs> um, so in the meantime, I'm now very aware of how many wheels I have and how many, how many, night angel wooden products they have which i love them all and i'm trying to decide how many do i need how many should i give away to a rescue i'm curious how many things you guys have um it's so hard i have so many wheels but it's you know we all know that like hamsters they have preferences there's times in their life when like this wheel works better or that wheel works better and so i'm really hesitant to get rid of any wheels <laughs> um maybe like i'll try to get rid of one or two more because i would love them to all fit in my closet just on a nice shelf so i don't have like i right now it's like i have too many so they don't quite all fit and then i have like a couple on the ground um and that feels like an arbitrary way to decide how many wheels I should have, but um, it would be nice just to have that like ease of mind. <laughs> so, and you know, maybe one day I'll have a third hamster. I don't know. Oh, I probably shouldn't. Two is probably good. Anyway, um, well, that's all for now. I hope you guys are having a good hamster week. And um, if you have any thoughts or suggestions, um, feel free. You can always shoot me an email at rachelgothamsters at gmail.com. Um, I have my Instagram messages are always open and uh, you can also check out my website. It's rachelgothamsters.com and I will post updates there as well. Okay. I hope you guys are having a good one. I'll see you next week. <laughs>